G'day and welcome back to another episode of Bush Yarns. I'm Scotty Connell from Kimberley Spirit and I'm stoked to be able to bring you some more yarns from Mount Bush up here in the Kimberley, northwestern Australia. Let's get into it. What a beautiful morning. It is. It's the start of a new week here in Kununurra. I'm sitting back in the Emu Creek Everglades with Shannon Spearing. It's a pleasure to have you on Bush Yarns, Shannon. How are you going? It's a pleasure to be here. What a morning. A beautiful sunrise in here. Got the sun on our faces, Elephant Rocks. Just had a beautiful glow for the last half an hour, just playing some tunes, having a morning cuppa to kickstart the week. What do you reckon? Oh, it's amazing. It's so good out here. Beautiful, hey. Well, it's been um, it's been pretty amazing. How long have you been here now? Two weeks. Yeah, about two weeks. Two weeks yeah. up here in the Kimberley, um, and it's been a long time dream and and all that sort of thing, but which we'll get to. But um, I guess it'd be really cool if you can just tell our listeners a bit about um, about where you're from, about where we met to begin with, maybe. Yeah, so I'm from um, Newcastle, New South Wales, and I met Scotty at um, on the Hawkesbury River at Black Diamond Wakeboard School when I was about 13. <laughs> and um, the pub. yeah, Scotty was over there wakeboarding and just having a fat time, and I was training for wakeboarding, and I was competing back then, and um, yeah, I just um, stayed in contact with Scotty, and then about probably two years ago, Scotty approached me and. I told me his dream and what he wanted to do up here and I just wanted to be a part of it and just felt like the Kimberley was calling me and we're finally here and we've been on the water every day and it's just an absolute <laughs> dream. <laughs> Isn't it? And you're 13 then, what are you now, 24? Uh, 23. 23, sorry, yeah. so 10 years. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool, hey? And the place where we were at over on the Hawkesbury River was Scotty Kell's Black Diamond Wakeboard School. Oh, yeah. And as you were saying, you were 13, then what were you doing there? You were training and sort of, you are another one of the grommets about the school, but do you want to tell them a bit about Scotty's school and, and what happens there? Yeah, so Scotty has a, um, a wakeboard school over there and he, he trains people from beginners up to absolute pros and yeah, I made a lot, lots of friends there and I um, trained there for probably three years I think and I competed over in the States and yeah Scotty's a great coach he he really knows what he's talking about I, I've learned a lot from him and I bring that into my coaching over here now into teaching these kids to get up and yeah when you were 13 um, like when we first met you were training for nationals then is that right yeah I was training you, for nationals you so saying that the other day I was thinking then yeah uh, so I was training for nationals in Perth and that's when I met my fiance Kira. Yeah. Over at Bonnie's <laughs> Bonnie Ski Park. When you were thirteen. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, amazing. Um, yeah, we've we've um known each other a long time and I think a year a year later I went back over and some somehow like Kira's mum talks about it now and she has no idea why she would let me there but <laughs> Her mum let me stay there for like a night or two. Like I just slept on the lounge. Yeah. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I bring it up now and she's like, I have no idea why I'd let a boy <laughs> stay at my daughter's house. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, we just stayed in contact. Just started chatting online and stuff. And we um, started dating then. And 
yeah it's just been an amazing eight years I think we've been together for now <laughs> and now yeah we're getting married at the end of the year hopefully like fingers crossed with all this COVID stuff because I have a lot of family coming over from East to get married in Perth and fingers crossed that all works out but absolutely it day by day that's <laughs> it and you're 13 you came over West is best oh West well, is best absolutely <laughs> and how did you go at that Nationals um I think I ended up coming fourth fourth yep and yeah. that's down at Bonnie's. Yeah, Bonnie Ski Park. Yeah, yeah. and that was under fourteens, ten, ten to fourteens. While yeah. we're talking about wakeboarding as well, um, what about other comps, other comp results? You said you'd um, been to Worlds, and I know you'd spent that time over in the states. Yeah, so in the states, uh, I think I was maybe fifteen or sixteen. I um, I competed in Worlds over there, and yeah, I, s- I smashed my heat. I was, I think I, I think I won my heat. I landed like all my tricks and landed my crow five and stuff and then I crashed out in the finals but uh, I think I ended up getting I think I got fifth place which was good because I was pretty stoked with that result but yeah I feel like I could have done a lot better but yeah you get that don't you? <laughs> yeah it's all good and training hard for that Scotty's um, coaching Michael was just chatting about there's no one like him really in weightboarding is there no no there isn't no, definitely not in Australia anyway um yeah, Scotty's place there is absolute magic. It's like probably the only place comparable to here in the world, I think. Yeah, on the Hawkesbury, yeah. But <laughs> you do get like summer is just crazy. Like there isn't that many boats on there, and but through winter it's it's just like this place except really cold. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really cool what he does and all that. There we could rave on about him all day because he's he's such a such a legend. But what one thing that I've noticed lately, just with having the kids out and the things we've done in the last couple of weeks, is that you're really able to adopt his coaching um, prowess as such to be able to explain things to kids and see them get up for the first time and start to move into tricks and progress quite quickly just through his techniques. Um, that you've picked up over the years? Yeah, I spent a lot of time in the boat with Scotty and um I've yeah, I've picked up his his style of coaching and he yeah, he I it just gets me excited when I get kids up and like learning tricks and stuff and when people land their first inverts it's the best feeling ever. Like I remember landing my first invert and it's just nothing compar- like comparable and getting new tricks is just the best feeling. And the invert for those that don't know, an invert's a, a flip on a wakeboard. Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool, hey. So, what about family? Um, you're, you're from Newcastle. You want to tell them a bit about your family? Yeah. Siblings? So, um, my dad's a builder in Newcastle. Um, I worked for him. I started working for him when I got back from the states, the second time, and kind of just um, fell into that. I started my apprenticeship when I was 15, I think, maybe 16, and um, yeah, I was doing that. I've been doing that ever since until I've moved up here and um, yeah I just needed a sea change and I love being on the boat and I love like just being amongst wakeboarding and being able to wakeboard every day is just the best thing ever so yeah um, so that's Papa and yeah. Mum and <laughs> Carl's amazing by the way He's, <laughs> I've developed a really cool friendship with um, Shannon's family over the years and his dad and and all of that it's been a he's been a real blessing on my life really really top fella but you got your mother Latisse and yeah. sister and my sister Cassie yeah they um they're beautiful people I love them and we're like a really close-knit family like my sister and her her husband live up the road from us and 
we'd always like they'd always come around for barbecues and stuff like every weekend and and that's still in Newcastle yeah yeah yep. that's in Newcastle and um yeah my my mother and sister they have a baby co- baby clothing business Millie Moo Creations and they're um my mum hand makes everything down in my old bedroom <laughs> yeah <laughs> once I moved out she moved in there and started <laughs> turned into <laughs> Millie Moo headquarters straight into it <laughs> What's um living in Newcastle? What's growing up in Newcastle like? Yeah, it was really good. We lived on um on Lake Macquarie, not directly on the lake, but like one street back, and it's just awesome. Yeah, like I had a little rubber ducky with a twenty five on it, and I used to cruise around with my friends in the lake all every weekend, and yeah, go to the beach. Like it's just a, it's an awesome little town, but it gets cold, and I don't really like the cold. <laughs> yeah, and you say little town very lightly there, coming to the Kimberley. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is a pretty big town actually. <laughs> Compared, definitely compared to Kalanara. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you know someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. No, I've been there lots, and it is a cool place. And out wakeboarding there on the lake, which used to... Um, was it Mastercraft, was that? Yeah, we had a Mastercraft X-Star. We had a saltwater series boat, and um, we sold that probably three years ago now. Yeah. Um, I've been riding with my friends, though, because um, my friend Tony Iconi I went to school with, he... Um, he has a boat there and I usually ride with him during summer but he goes to the States for six months of the year so I wouldn't really get to ride during winter but um yeah he's on the pro tour over there yeah he's killing it he's coaching as well right now and he's doing really well so what about the dream move to Kalanara this is always stuff that really um encourages and inspires me and things that I don't really think about because you don't because there's lots going on there's lots of really cool people that I know around Australia I'm really blessed in that way but you sort of telling me a bit about that um about dreaming to move to Kanara I, I knew that it's always one of those destinations everyone wants to come and see because they see it on Instagram and our photos and stuff like that but it's actually your dream to come here um and that's really really cool that's really amazing that you're here and all of that what about that um that you said that was how long's that been yeah well I came here when I was I think I was 18 the first time maybe 17 yeah and um just for that holiday yeah Yeah. just for a holiday with um, Kira's family and Mm. I just fell in love with the place like we stayed at Argyle and it's just it's just magic it's like there really is nothing like here and like like when you a big a big part of it as well was like I loved I loved what you were what you were building with like your foundation like I I wanted to be a part of that like everyone does whoever you tell wants to be a part of it but Mm. I just knew like with my skill set like I could I could be a part of it yeah. and I could like bring that to Kimberley Spirit Foundation and I think like that's a really honourable thing you know a very integral part of it absolutely yeah um, now the journey to get here you've you've yeah, you've taken <laughs> some time and you've done a bit of work you've managed to um, really deck out that van and and Tell us a bit about that, decking it out, cruising across, all that sort of stuff. Tell us about it. Yeah, so I, I bought that van with no really, no plans really. That van? Is yeah. That, what is it? Plan with no van. It's a 1962 <laughs> Sunliner. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, Google it. They're really cool. They're like a bubble-shaped caravan. They're like the king of retro vans. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a queen because it's pink. <laughs> <laughs> and when I dropped in over East, you had it completely, you had the oh, chassis yeah. off, you had all sorts of action yeah it was a big job so I had to because um, it was a 50 year old van or 60 year old van I um, I had to 
cut the floor out because it was all rotted out and like the trailer was popping through and it was all rusted and stuff so I had to prop it up um pull the trailer out get it sandblasted and powder coated and stuff and it was a big job it took me about a year just fiddling away at it but um yeah I finally got it finished about about five days before we left <laughs> it was amazing like the timing on it and like just after the we actually planned to leave a little bit earlier but they had all the um, bushfires over east and we couldn't actually get down south so that held us up for about a month before we left and then that was november was it oh it was december yep and then um yeah so that held us up so once we did actually finish the van we left and um we covid started breaking out and um yeah we we're in melbourne and i remember they had i think 10 cases or something and um Kira wanted to catch the tram into town and I was like no we're driving <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get sick <laughs> and um yeah and then we went down did the Great Ocean Road and just um made a full holiday out of driving over and it was absolutely amazing and we um we stayed with family all the way al- along the way because Kira has a lot of family around Australia like we stayed in um with Kira's Arnie in Henley Beach in SA Henley Beach and then Esperance. Esperance, You got some yeah. really cool photos on both your Instagrams and Esperance. Yeah, that was really cool. We had the, um, we brought up, towed the van onto the beach and these kangaroos just like, we um, <laughs> we actually ran down the beach. We saw some kangaroos down near the weed just right near the start. Mm. And um, we ran down there to try and get photos of them and we looked back and there was two kangaroos sitting right in the shadow of our caravan. <laughs> and we sprinted back to the caravan <laughs> I was puffing out, like, so puffed because I sprinted, like, 500 meters. And yeah. <laughs> we got there, and um, <laughs> they just chilled with us, like, nearly all day. Like, it was just so awesome. Like, they just sat in the shadow of our caravan, and, like, all these tourists started coming over, taking photos of, like, with our caravan, <laughs> like, <laughs> sitting on our rug and stuff, and we're like, yep, okay. <laughs> so good, eh? Yeah. No, it was awesome. And that's at Lucky Bay down in Esperance? Yeah. That's a cool spot, isn't it? We got super lucky because a lot of people have told us they've gone there after and they're just, yeah, the, either weather or the kangaroo is just non-existent. <laughs> yeah, nice. And then you actually, what, you made it to Exmouth and then enjoyed Exmouth, of course? Yeah, we did. We jo- we enjoyed driving up. We did, we did like Coral Bay and stuff and um, Geraldton went crayfishing and stuff and then we got to got to Exmouth and everything just started closing down and the caravan park said you've got three days to leave <laughs> so yeah, we thought and you had some time in Exmouth before that yeah yeah we went fishing and yeah and um saw the went snorkeling and stuff and we got um yeah but we only had three days there so um we thought we'd better shoot up and try and get into the Kimberley and we called Broom police station and stuff and asked them if they think we'd get in and Scotty wrote me up a letter of employment and stuff and uh, we got there and got to Sandfire yeah we got to Sandfire which was the the roadblock like the start of the biosecurity area and they turned us away so we had and that and at that stage they were locking all the regions down so if we didn't drive back to Perth we would have been stuck in the Pilbara region and yeah, we didn't really have anywhere to stay there. And in Perth, Kira's nan lives there because she's originally from there. So we um, shot back down and stayed with her for 
about two and a half months, I think. Waited <laughs> it out. So you got within a couple hundred meters of a couple of hundred kilometers of your dream yeah. of landing in the Kimberley region, and literally turned around, and drove two thousand kilometers. Yeah. South. In about, uh, I think we got there in two days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then sat down there for a bit. Yeah, we sat. That was actually worked out good. Yep. In a way, um, we got back down there, and we had our. Our little Aussie Shepherd, our little puppy, we had a deposit on him. Yeah. <laughs> and he was in Perth. And we were planning on getting him shipped up, well, flown up to Kununurra. And it worked out that we could pick him up and spend a couple months on the road with him. And it was it was awesome. Little, I little Otto? Change that. Little Otto. Little Aussie Shepherd. And what's he now? Four months? Yeah, he's about four months old. Yeah, mad little animal. Yeah, he's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> now... Arriving when you finally did arrive, you went to Broome first. Had you been there before? I hadn't been to Broome, no. Cable Beach was awesome. Mm. It's like the, yeah, it's just exactly what you'd imagine it to be like after being here, though. Like yep. with the sunsets and stuff, like that over the beach is just really cool. That's the um, Kimberley's most southern town. Um, and then you cruise up to Kununurra. What about arriving here? Cheeky. Yeah, so when we got here, um, I didn't actually tell Scotty. <laughs> I told him we were going to be here a couple of days later, but we thought we'd just leave and shoot here and surprise him. And um, I messaged him in the morning, because we got here about 9 o'clock at night, I think. We messaged him in the morning and asked him to meet up at the cafe. <laughs> so cheeky. I had mad little plans for when they arrived, but I never got to see that. But anyway, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't matter. We met at the cafe and then we got went out on the boat and got amongst it, which is really cool. Um, what's it like to finally be here? Just quickly. Oh, it's awesome. Like, we've been on the boat every day and just, like, it's glassy. Like, right now, like, there's a glowing rock right next to us. It's bright orange. It's like glassy water. There's birds everywhere in this, like, wetlands just chilling on the front of the boat. And it's just been like this every day. It's just magic. (laughs) So good, hey? And we've done some serious time. So for those that don't know, we've got a recently got a boat. Um, I've always had one being kind of oh, when I say always, the last few years I haven't. I've had a lot of other things going on and and all of that. And it's um, we'll tell you a bit more about the boat. Well, I'll tell you a bit more about the boat in times to come. Um, how that came about is quite a unique story to it. But we've done a hundred hours on it. Mm. In, <laughs> in a few it's weeks. A so yeah, that's basically most people wouldn't do that in a year. We've done that in a few weeks and um, we've already had to service it and we're going to have to service it again like, mm. this week. Um, I think our boat had 400 hours when we sold it. For, what was that? I think our boat had 400 hours when we sold it. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. But that's what we're doing. We're going to absolutely <laughs> use this. And when I say we, you, because um, this is your... This is your field, the wakeboarding side of things, and and I love it and love being out here as well. But I really live for the bush and and um, other stuff as well. So it's really cool that obviously you'll get a taste of all of that and get to be involved in all of that with Kimberly Spirit. But Absolutely. your primary, your main role is here on the boat and <laughs> in charge of all things to do with the river and wakeboarding and and what a privilege it is to have Shannon here to um to really. Um, take hold of that space and and encourage local kids into the water sports side of things that's a huge dream of mine to see that come to fruition but the way it's come about to have shan here 
to do it like i said i love it but i also love the bush a lot as well and and getting out of town and and all that side of things sort of have this side of things on the water when i'm here and then be able to go back down to gibbon out into stations and friends places and and spend time out there is really really cool for me yesterday just while i think of it um yesterday afternoon we were wakeboarding up the river at sunset and a seaplane came out of nowhere <laughs> and came on and i've just put that on social media last night but do you want to tell them about that what was happening at your end yeah so that's um <laughs> that's my um my roommate that's liam he's a um a pilot at kimberley air tours yeah and um so he told us that he was going to be um flying down later that that afternoon and i knew we were going to be out in the boat so he um was crazy timing we um we i just jumped in the water about to take off and i saw we saw liam like cruising down the river towards us and he started flashing scotty and i just edged out and the plane flew past us and i edged in as hard as i could <laughs> did a rally and the footage looks like i'm railing over the top of the <laughs> seaplane <laughs> which is really cool it came off a tree hey yeah and then straight into a <laughs> What did you do straight after that? Rolled revert. Oh, that's a nose grab scarecrow. Nose grab scarecrow. Yeah, yeah right. All yeah. the all my friends out there would be like, "That's his signature little trick." That he yeah. Always did. <laughs> all these names, I tell you, wakeboarding's there's oh, so yeah. many technical terms. I don't know the half of them. Yeah. There, um, <laughs> it's yeah. You got to be have been around it for a while to know all those stuff. But anyway, it's um luckily luckily you have. <laughs> bring all that stuff here to Kalanara and get the rail back out on the water from the ski club there and get some stuff going on really excited about that tell us about working with kids it's a passion of yours you do it so naturally and you and the, the kids really warm to you really quickly um, when I say the kids we've got a lot of friends and a lot of family and a lot of extended family up here in the Kimberley and and local kids as well that don't have the opportunity to wakeboard that's been a big dream of mine in to when I say wakeboard water sports just get out on the boat get amongst it um, when I was a kid I certainly didn't have these opportunities we didn't have this sort of gear and and it was all around the ocean in Broome but um, but now, obviously, it's an, it's not an, not a cheap sport. It's an expensive sport and that sort of thing. But here in Kananara, um, it's it's straight out the front of home, and it's really really cool thing to be able to do. Tell us about working with kids. What what's what do you what does that space look like for you, Shan? Yes, I I love it. I love their energy, and I love how excited they get when they get up. And like yesterday, when we were surfing with like little kids on the front it was just so fun like laughing the whole time climbing all over me like little monkeys <laughs> <laughs> little archie boy upside down yeah holding him upside down <laughs> yeah i just love it i love their energy and i just love how like you can't wipe the smile off their face like they're just so happy when they're out there and it's just awesome to be able to like give them that and yeah a lot of fun hey heaps of fun bring that to them and and um in turn a lot of people are interested about Kimberley Spirit Foundation. In turn, that's what we're doing. We're um, we're giving kids the opportunities that they might not have. Um, it's basically we're using what we've got um, to benefit the kids and the next generation. And what we've got, what we do is we do water sports, we do stuff out in the bush, we do um, you know the horse riding side of things, the wakeboarding, the bushcraft, and then we love food. <laughs> so it's a lot about about food as well and then encouraging inspiring them into um, making a career of, of any of these things either in tourism or in you know all sorts of things whatever they choose but 
I mean, for us, it's we get to have a really, really good, fun time and make a living from it. And it'd be really cool. And there's absolutely no reason why this whole generation of kids that are coming up, um, like from, you know, from infants, from as young as you can possibly go, right up into high, after high school age and into early 20s is, is who we are supporting. Um, but there's absolutely no reason. we Up here, there is a real... We really need the local kids to get involved in all the stuff that showcases this area and that sort of thing because there isn't enough doing it. There's a lot of opportunities in the mining and the pastoral and and other stuff that they get involved in or or local trades and stuff but obviously we want to inspire them into tourism and into into different areas that we know that's um that's our thing as well as farming whatever whatever job it is um agriculture side of things we've got here in Kununurra as well and um some of our border are on that but just to get them inspired just to um really bring out those passions and and things in the kids and really um focus on what's what's um what pushes them the most and what excites them to live a life of of purpose and of passion but it's um it's a big journey and we don't really know what it entails <laughs> yet but we know the bits and pieces that we have got and that's the parts we're going to focus on and having Shan here is um yeah is a really amazing part part of that for the water sports side of things as well as the guiding you're really keen on getting out and doing some guiding as well shan yeah that'd be awesome can't wait to get bush with you and learn about the kimberley and yeah just the small missions we've been on we've had so much fun and yeah it's it's great out there which is the other part i hadn't really thought about shan's it's it's like you're doing another apprenticeship you're doing a kimberley <laughs> apprenticeship now <laughs> to come and learn all the different aspects of this place and 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 to get involved in in the guiding side of things and and all of that and and whatever that looks like we don't really know yet we've got other guys as well that can do that if it takes away from what we're doing here with the kids then we're going to be sort of ditching that and um not ditching it but you know sort of tapering it off to really focus on 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 our goal here in this space but um also getting out on the road and and understanding to to obviously create the change that we're we're um we're destined to create we've got to know the Kimberley and that's something that I've spent a lot of years doing and I'm really stoked that I'll be able to impart all that on you from here down to Broome and out through all the stations and and uh, all the communities uh, in between for those that don't know it's a thousand kilometers from here to Broome uh, Kimberley's twice the size of Victoria so it's a, it's a big area it's only got 40,000 people so it's a very very small population very sparsely populated um, area of wilderness so um, yeah, it's going to be really fun getting out there. We've got footy players and weightboarders and and um, surfers and all sorts of guys, the musicians and all sorts of guys and girls that we'll be doing that with. Um, I want to ask you five quick questions mm. and let me know what you reckon. Favourite place in Australia? That's hard. I'd say here. <laughs> I'd say here, yeah. The Ord River. You keep holding it's that gorgeous. microphone like that. <laughs> <laughs> Here in Kananara? Yeah, it's yep. awesome. Out of all your travels, this is this is it? Yeah, this is the best. Favourite wakewater? Oh. <laughs> I'd have to say Sam Brown. It's a funny one because they're man. all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> I met Sam when he was eight and he was like, oh, he's just the best little kid. He's just like full of beans and yeah, he's just the most stylish wakeboarder. Like, look him up. Like, he is, if you want to... See some cool wakeboarding. Watch him. 
That's yeah, amazing. Mate. How old is he now? Oh, I think he's maybe 17. Yep. Yeah. And he's doing the wakeboarding thing. He's going to the States. Yeah, he's, he's going to the States. He's, he's killing it. He's going to be... He's going to be the best in the world, I think. Yep. Unreal. Absolutely. What's your favorite trick? That I can do? Yeah. Nose grab chromo, which is a a front flip three, front side 360. <laughs> <laughs> you were even having struggles. Oh, uh, just, yeah. Think thinking that, about that for a moment. That's my favorite trick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. That's yeah. how technical it is, as we're saying. Um, as I'm saying, we're sitting back here in the boat and we get a little bit lazy. Lay down, got to sit up. Can't really. Anyway, um, favorite food. What's your favorite taco? Oh, you've got me under the bill, Tom. You get everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, I have a, I'm known for that one. Getting <laughs> crew onto the beef, the biltong. Um, it is awesome. I oh, love that's it. Spicy one. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot inbound today, so. We're going to be freshly stocked today, which is really cool. Dream location. Dream location. Hawaii. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Understandably so. Very cool place. Especially after watching that, that Bethany Hamilton. Yeah. Doco. That was really cool. Yeah, she's incredible, isn't she? Yeah. And very inspiring. It'd be cool to have movie nights and see all the grommets. Yeah. You know, see that sort of thing and and have her over here and have, you know, we've got so many people coming from all over the world here to meet these kids and inspire them and stuff. There's absolutely no reason why that couldn't be a possibility for sure. what we've seen far out. Some really incredible people. But have her shredding mine the boat would be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll put that down on the on the list. Um, favorite Bible verse? The moment Proverbs thirteen four. What's that? I don't know what word for word. Do you remember? <laughs> Suss it. Yes, Proverbs are good. Keep us in check. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. The day is lighting up. It's warming up. It was this morning. Just why Shannon has a quick look. This morning here in Kananara is 13 degrees. That's the coldest I've I've been this year. That's for sure. That's absolutely freezing right before the sun rises. It was, and right now it'd have to be a good 25 by now it just happens so quickly in, into um into the days here listen to the birds as I was saying here in the Everglades it's really something else okay and after this we're going wakeboarding <laughs> and then we're going to get into it okay so Proverbs 13.4 is lazy people want much but get little but those who work hard will prosper too good <laughs> pretty self-explanatory isn't it yeah I like that it's okay. really cool to work at what you love and build something you love hey yeah, like we absolutely. are with Kimberly Spirit and, yeah and, um, it just doesn't feel, you like, feel like you're working it's just building something you really believe in it's mm. awesome yeah very few get to do that we're part of mm. that which is um pretty pretty incredible and it what's puts a big smile on our faces and we're really stoked to be able to share that and really want to see other people doing that and want to use everything we can. Every um every part of us and a business and and foundation and everything like that to see that come to fruition. Excited, Shen? Very excited. So what about this week? What do you want to do? Bulk surfing. Bulk Play surfing. Guitar. Yep. And wakeboard. <laughs> too good and we've got the guitar out here this morning um, you've picked that up a year ago 
Oh, I've been playing since I was about 11. Yep. But, um... Oh, the sorry, the the voice side yeah, of Yeah, I started the singing about a year ago, and... Yeah, it's still a work in progress, but... <laughs> it's getting good. there. And you're really enjoying that? Yeah, oh, yeah, I love it. I love playing. That's a mild happy place other than the boat. <laughs> a Bush Yarns listener's going to get a song off you, out of you this morning. Is there anything that you... Oh, no, I'm not going to sing for you yet. <laughs> <laughs> You sing for us, but you won't <laughs> sing for them yet? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on the next one. Maybe on the next one. <laughs> no worries at all. Well, it is bright and early in the morning still. It's <laughs> <laughs> very, very cool. Well, that's about it, man. That's about all I can think of for now to have a bit of a yarn about and, and introduce the listeners to you because you're a very integral part of the team and I'm so, so excited to have you here. And And all of that, the way that's unfolded and everything has been been a journey and um and the way everything is unfolding is just such an amazing thing and and really excited for what's to come and excited for the next yarns whatever they're about who knows that's <laughs> that'll come but um yeah and especially later in the year in november yeah november november 12th of november i'm gonna play a very interesting integral amazing unique role at your wedding yeah, <laughs> Scotty's a celebrant, <laughs> <laughs> which I've never been before. Which is something that I was asked last year, and 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 at the time it was a very out there question. I get a lot of out there questions, and it's funny when they come. They come from different angles, from people or from guests or from people visiting the area and all that sort of thing. That was an out there question that I got, and it's funny because when I get those questions, I it sort of just go like, what? No, no way but then I can't actually I wouldn't say I, I think no way I just I just think what straight up and then got to process it and then I was on that one I was really excited I thought that's the strangest question I've ever been asked but what an amazing opportunity to be a part of your day in yeah. that way and and all of that so then I had to go look into the celebrant side of things and and all of that um as you guys know I'm a man of faith and, and I love nothing more than serving and and um and showcase showcasing who God is, and and the love that He has for us and for you guys as a couple. This moment is just, I know it's just going to blow my head off, and <laughs> and certainly use you know what you're in for there is it's really really cool and very very exciting. Shannon, it's an honour. I cannot wait for that oh, moment. It's an honour for me as well. But anyway, let's go wakeboarding. Yeah, let's oh. go. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you again. Enjoy. Ew. Ew. Cheers for tuning in to another episode. I trust you enjoyed it. To follow more of our journey, check us out on Instagram at Kimberly Spirit or the website KimberlySpirit.com. Stay stoked and God bless.